What's up, guys? Let's do some sort of Q&A or something. Let's go live. Let's bullshit a bit. I am very rusty when it comes to recording. Today, I, I tried to record some videos, and I couldn't get past the intro. So after about one and a half weeks of no recording videos, I figured, you know what, let's do a live stream so I can get my mojo back. Because today I tried, and I didn't really get anywhere. So uh, uh, let's let's save all the PED questions for the vigorous Q&A. Let's just hang out and chill out and uh, talk about my holiday to Japan. Um, oh, somebody already donated, I guess. Much appreciated. Whatever it is, $17.90. Is it dollars? It's probably something else. Anyway, uh, good to see you guys again. Uh, last couple of videos didn't really do so well. Um, so we need a little bit of revamp when it comes to topics. It's a shame, you know, all the topics that I like to make, they don't really get views. Um, so we're going to have to uh, re, uh, reassess the, the strategy. Um, Japan was great. Thanks for asking. I had a lot of fun. It was a very power holiday. So a lot of walking, 22,000 steps per day. I am exhausted. I am fucking exhausted. I already said fucking within the first minute. Okay, demonetized right away okay i'm relying on your super chats <laughs> uh yeah it was uh, it was very tired so three days in kyoto the first two days was uh, bloody hot um we saw a lot of temples a lot of shrines a lot of uh, castles it was great ate a lot of food a lot of sushi a lot of ramen uh, drink too much beer and whiskey but that's part of the holiday right uh, third day was uh, a lot of rain, so we did some shopping. I bought absolutely nothing because no clothes. Well, I bought one shirt. That's not true. I bought one shirt, um, which which is nice. I'll wear that uh, on uh, this Sunday when I go out with my wife. Nice shirt, uh, but I didn't really buy anything else. I went to this market and I had these embroidered jackets. So I'm asking for all my favorite animes and uh, nothing was in my size and they had this beautiful embroidered jacket of fist of the north star hokuto no shinken they had a large which i could barely fit into it was so tight uh, that i didn't uh, wanted to spend the money to buy it they had an xl uh, embroidered jacket of yuria but i mean walking around with yuria who um or yuri who, you know nobody knows who yuri is the wife of uh kenshiro which unfortunately died in the series um, again, if you know, you know, everybody knows Baki nowadays or Naruto or Dragon Ball Z, but nobody knows Hokuto no Shinken. Anyway, so they had that jacket, but it wasn't in my size. So I'll be uh, on the lookout for that jacket because now I really want to buy that. That was like the perfect uh, impulse buy, uh, but unfortunately not in my size. So I bought, um, I don't know, some coffee mug at Super Nintendo Land, and that's about it. Yeah, and the rest was all spent on um, taxis and uh, food and uh, alcohol. So I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit tired. Um, barely slept anything on my holiday. You know, I woke up early. I had to wake up an hour early and, and go to bed an hour later because emails. Right, worker never stops. So uh, yeah, Hokuto no Shinken, Fist of the North Star, one of the greats two series at the first series easy to come by but the second series is hard to come by or at least back when i watched it you uh, you would have to watch that with the yellow subtitles not the proper uh, you know black and white subtitles but the yellow subtitles the fan subs and uh yeah good times that bowser statue was awesome yes uh, super nintendo land is a lot of fun dude but it's so overcrowded oh my fucking god i got terrible anxiety <laughs> There's so many people. 
And it's not only Japanese people, it's like tour buses of Chinese people, Malaysian people, Indonesian people, mostly Asian tourists, a little bit of foreigner here and there. But um, yeah, Super Nintendo Land in the, what was it called? Uh, Universal Studios was great. We got a fast pass those because nobody has time to stand in line. So I got fast pass for everything, which basically means you have a, a timed entry ticket where you have to show up at a certain time for certain rides and then you can pass it. You only have to wait like 10 minutes. Um, so that was good, but that means that you also, uh, you know, have very little time to do all the mini games in Super Nintendo Land. So we frantically, uh, you know, went through all the mini games to get keys so you can do the final stage. And then me and my buddy, we did all the same games and I got three keys and he only got one. So he wasn't able to do the final game. And I tried to bribe the official, but in Japan, that apparently doesn't really go far. So I tried, I tried to hand him like a thousand yen or two thousand yen to let my buddy in. He wasn't having it. Uh, and if it was in Thailand, they would have gotten off with a thousand yen easily. Like he already spent so much to go in there. So what's another thousand yen, right? Anyway, we had a good time. Um, let's see what else. We had Kobe beef in Kobe. I, I wanted to vlog for you guys. Um, but when I arrived, you know, from that trip, I was kind of bloated and it was so ho uh, hot. I felt a little bit uncomfortable the first two days. I was also mad constipated. Lucky me. So I didn't really feel like vlogging. And then when I started vlogging, my wife was like, why are you working? This is holiday. Cut the crap. So I, I took some pictures, but um, and no vlogging. So it'll be no uh, Japan video. Uh, I'll, I'll try to do better in the United States. So that's why I'm just uh, here uh, discussing my uh, trip. I did take a lot of pictures, though. Um, so maybe at one point I'll just slowly release that. But you know me, I, I feel comfortable sitting here talking to you guys, but vlogging, I don't know, feel a little bit awkward. Yeah, I need to work on that, I guess. So next trial will be in uh, in in uh, America. Any food adventure? So yeah, I had Kobe beef in Kobe. It was great. Now I can never have uh, beef again um, because that was uh, stellar. It was in the Oriental Hotel. There's two Oriental hotels, apparently in Kobe. So we went to the one in the harbor and then we had to walk another 30 uh, minutes to the real one because we wanted to, uh, you know, walk up an appetite, a 10 minute walk before having a seven course dinner with um, a Kobe beef, uh, most of them. And then my buddy had the genius idea to do wine pairing with every course. Yeah, it didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking well so basically uh, my wife also did wine pairing but she shouldn't really be drinking uh, even though the, the uh, she got a period after we come back so uh, I guess we'll have to try another round um, let's see uh, where was I okay so we she did wine pairing and uh, I did wine pairing and everybody did wine pairing but she only had like one um, you know taste of the wine with each course and then I drank the rest and of course, I also brought cigars to Japan, which you can actually import cigars into Japan, no problem. Uh, I got the best of the best cigars uh, illegally imported here into Thailand. I brought with uh, them to uh, to Japan. And then after, let's say, seven glasses of wine, which is actually ten and a half, because I also finished my wife's wine, uh, we had another four shots of vodka or whiskey with my cigar. I was so plastered. I couldn't walk, so we had to take a taxi home from Kobe to Osaka. Now, don't ask me how much money we spent. It was insane, but it was uh, a good time. All right, I see some super chats coming in, so let's. Uh, that's enough of my holiday. 
Let's get to the super chats. Again, uh, guys, please do me a solid and just save the direct questions for the vigorous Q&A, right? We're only, I mean, it's in what, three days? Yeah, three days. So, so let's let's just do the, the super chats there. Uh, about the daughter, thanks for the enclomiphene. Do you think steroid users have higher likelihood of having daughters and might name her Zelda? Okay, that's fucking epic. Yeah, Zelda Fitzgerald, right? So you're actually naming her after uh, Zelda Fitzgerald uh, because that's what uh, Princess Zelda was named after. So if you go with Zelda, you have my seal of approval. I have a cat named Zelda. Uh, we have already have our uh, son and uh, daughter names picked out, but you'll have to stay tuned uh, until they are born. Right. So, uh, yes, steroid users have a, liker, a higher likelihood to have daughters because of oxidative stress. When you train for hypertrophy, your oxidative stress goes up. When you're on steroids, this exacerbates the oxidative stress that you get to yourself. So that's why you see sometimes steroid users that train insane, you know, progressive overload, sensibility and beyond, that literally look like smokers. I think the oxidative stress of being on steroids and uh, training, uh, you know, sets of failure after sets of failure after sets of failure is probably similar oxidative stress, albeit that, you know, smoking is, uh, you know, mostly oxidative stress in the lungs and training on steroids is basically systemic. Um, so oxidative stress, when it comes to the X and Y chromosomes, it seems that the, what was it, the Y chromosome is more subject to oxidative stress. And that's why um, if you're in a high oxidative stress environment, you're more likely to get daughters. That being said, are smokers and drinkers more likely likely to get daughters? I don't think there's such a correlation. So I did a lot of research on this topic and I can't really find more than oxidative stress. So maybe it's a testicular temperature. Of course, there's animals out there, right? We're switching subjects now, but there's animals out there who have offspring, uh, crocodiles, for example, when the temperature of the, the mountain of eggs is uh, above a certain amount of degrees, they get, uh, you know, boys. And if it's below, they get daughters or vice versa. I can't really remember. It's been a while since I watched National Geographic. That's a docudrama, um, you know, TV channel nowadays. But, you know, back in the good days when I actually had the nature documentaries, um, that's what you would watch, right? Discovery Channel, National Geographic, you would actually learn something and now you would just want to kill yourself watching those kind of TV channels. So that's uh, besides the point, I don't think that really applies to humans, albeit that your body temperature is a little bit higher and thus your testicles have to uh, hang further for the ideal temperature for spermatogenesis, but then your testicles are kind of shut down. So I, I still don't exactly know why, why uh, bodybuilders have uh, daughters. I mean, maybe it's because the testosterone levels are so high that uh, nature is just like, you know what? I'll give you a daughter so you can't spread all of this crazy high testosterone around anymore. Uh, in Israel, we have steroid gurus. Some of them are IFBB who have absolutely no clue about HPTA. They can ruin their client's health. Is this worldwide epidemic? Yes, it's the same in Thailand. Let me zoom in a little bit. Uh, where? Oh, my God. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> can we solve this? Uh, can you answer my previous super chat? Where's your previous super chat? I don't see your previous super chat, buddy. And the chat is going super fast. So there's 100 people in the chat. Uh, no, it's a worldwide epidemic, dude. I mean, a lot of people just don't know what they're doing. So this is uh, just an issue, you know. So, you know, if you have a problem with the steroid gurus, find a, a knowledgeable person that you can follow advice from, and uh, you know, to weed out the herd. Uh, smart people are on YouTube 
and the more subscribers they have, the more, um, you know, people resonate with their message. So you can usually take that as a, you know, some sort of validation, although that's not always true. So, you know, some people just can't be saved. <laughs> They'd rather listen to people who are dumb because um, it's easy, right? They get an easy answer for an easy question. And, and you know, with my uh, answers, it's like a 40 minute video that most people don't have time to watch because they're so busy watching Netflix or doing stupid shit with their lives. So they, they have an opportunity to get educated, but they decide not to take it. Right? Dumb will always be dumb. So that's why my audience is not so big because there's a lot of dumb people on the planet and not so many smart ones. So uh, where's your previous super chat, dude? I, uh, I, I can't find it. No, I don't see it. All right, I'm gonna keep scrolling. And guys, do me solid, you know, save the super chats about drugs for the vigorous Q&A. Um, it's, uh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, here it is. Uh, yeah, God, is this really necessary to do this now? I thought we we're gonna have some fun. You know what, I'm, I'm just gonna not do super chats about drugs. Let me uh, <laughs> save it for next time, here. Let me update it. I don't feel like doing super chats about drugs. No super chats about PDs for fucks. Where is it? Sake. Thanks. Let's do that Saturday, man. There, it's right there. It's right there. Okay, I'll answer a few more. Because you guys already paid, but now you're you're forewarned. <laughs> Oh, you're forewarned. All right, where is it? Man, the chat is a mess already. I don't know what's going on. Uh, let's see. My ferritin is 23 nanograms per milliliter. The rest of my blood work is in range. I feel good. Not sure how to correct this. Uh, eat more beef. Right? Just because your ferritin is low doesn't mean you're uh, in a horrible state of health. It could be that your liver inflammation is very, very low. Or your iron levels are, uh, you know, sufficient to the point you don't need to store it in the, in the extracellular, or extracellular uh, tissue. So look into your entire blood work and don't panic if one marker is a little bit lower or higher than, uh, you know, uh, than everything else. Because ferritin is also related to your serum iron levels and your inflammatory markers and your total iron binding capacity and your transferring level. So if your ferritin is a little bit low and everything else is in range and you're eating healthy and you feel good, your aromatic is fine, your red blood cell is good, your endurance is fine and you have nothing to worry about. So keep that in mind. All right, Chelsea, much appreciated. I'm sure you have a question. Let me scroll down. Um, where is it? I don't see it. Remind me, please. All right. Put your super chats in the same time. Thank you. Okay, thank you too. Is it 2000 something? I don't know what currency it is. All right. Somebody asked about... Um... <laughs> what the fuck is this? How big is your snake? <laughs> yeah, that's this is, this is the Q&A that I want. Yeah. This is more fun than answering dress questions. Uh, you'll have to ask my wife. Yeah, we're married. So uh, when I put the ring on her finger and she put her, uh, the ring on my finger, my snake was hers. And uh, anything she would like to disclose about my snake or not about or not disclose. Uh, yeah. How big is it? Jesus Christ. Is it going to be one of those? <laughs> 
Sorry, dude, trying to lighten up. Yeah. So you have to ask her, dude. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's be honest, you moved to Asia for a reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can be a little bit more closer to the average here. And you bodybuild for a reason, right? To overcompensate for something that is not there. The last thing I need is a sports car. And then I'm and then I'm good, right? <laughs> then I'm good. I'm just waiting for Brian Johnson to uh, you know disclose his penis protocol, and then uh, yeah, and then I can gain at least an inch from two to three inches. Thank God. All right, let's see. Did I answer this one? Yeah. Did I answer this this one? Please give me a general PD protocol for a track athlete. Go. Watch the fucking endurance videos, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Why? I don't get it. Why people have to ask the same exact fucking questions that I have videos about. I know it's intimidating to watch a video that's like over five minutes. I know it's scary, right? I know everybody's highly busy. I get it. Right? You're too busy watching Netflix. You're too busy masturbating. You're too busy watching Logan Paul. And, and, and stupid retarded shit that is entertaining. But a super chat. Where was it? Here. 20 bucks. Kelsey, 20 bucks. You paid 20 bucks for a question that I already have two hours of content about. What are you doing? Well, I'll take your money. All right. I'll, unless you retract it, which you shouldn't because uh, I'll have to block you then. But... Do yourself a favor, go watch those endurance videos. I have two videos about supplements, right? Over-the-counter supplements, you don't even need to take drugs. And then uh, I have, what was it? Four videos already with three pending <laughs> about performance-enhancing drugs. So do yourself a favor, go watch those. Come on, come on, here we go. All right, favorite movie. Um... Pulp Fiction. I can watch that over and over and over again. I think I've watched Pulp Fiction like 15 times. First time I was 15. Um, no, I was 13. Was I 13? I think I was very young. Yeah. Yeah. And I grew up the hard way. That way. Let's see. Did your cats miss you? Uh, they couldn't recognize me. Every time I come back, if I'm gone longer than a week, they don't recognize me. So I, every cat needs to sniff me up and down and then they recognize me. Because cats uh, go by smell and not by appearance. And then they're uh, all over me. So, um, yeah, we, the, the first night they were a little bit hesitant. But the second night they all slept in our bed. Which is uh, the usual common occurrence um, in this household. All the cats sleep in the bed. So we have eight, uh, uh, well not humans, but eight uh, creatures in the bed at night. Yeah, trying to get my wife pregnant is difficult. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to lock them out of the bedroom. And then, of course, they're outside of the bedroom howling to be let in. Good luck trying to focus during that time. Yeah. Let's see. He knows us so well. He's got a Taiwanese girlfriend. Yeah, we always, you know, if you can't, uh, yeah, get, uh, you know, grow your penis with growth hormone Cialis and Androctin cream, which is always out of stock, then, you know, the next best thing is just move to Asia and get a short girl, uh, you know, a shorter girlfriend with a shorter uh, cervix, right? Or the, the not cervix, 
the uh, you know wherever you put your penis in um yeah so you feel more like a man and you have like an inch left you're like yes i have a big penis but in reality you just got a smaller girlfriend yeah works well dude and then after a while you know you yeah you kind of you know yeah you stretch her out and then you you, you lose your entire three inch penis in, into her vagina anyway uh, any experiences with psychedelics? Uh, uh, yes, many. <laughs> many a psychedelic experience. Uh, I wish I could have done that in Super Nintendo Land, but the laws in Japan, they can they can apparently hold you for like 23 days <laughs> without charging you. So after I was doing some research, I realized uh, uh, no can do. So uh, unfortunately, no, no, no microdoses in the Super Nintendo Land. Um, but yeah, many a experience with psychedelics back in the day when it was in Holland. It's uh, a lot of fun. And I don't understand why people are always so worried about psychedelics. You need to be right here. So you have a mental fortitude so you can handle them. And then uh, when you're, uh, you know, mentally, uh, you know, in a good spot and you do them, then you can have the time of your life and uh, some life-changing experiences as long as you don't overdo it. Right? And whatever, whatever little thing is nagging in the back of your head, uh, that will come forward. So you better make sure that your shit is in order. Because if there's a little thing in the back of your head that uh, that will eat at you when you get into the thought loop, uh, yeah, <laughs> you're in for a wild ride, especially at hero dosages. So make sure that you uh, do it right. Why no videos in Dutch? Um, why? For what? For 16 million people that live there? You know, the world is bigger than Holland, dude. Yeah, learn another language, learn the language of the world. That's what I did. That's why I'm here talking in English. So Holland is a very small country um, and, and catering to a very small country with people who have no incentive to buy shit. Um, it's pointless. Right? It's a business after all. So why not appear you know, to a wider audience, people who speak English that are willing to do super chats? I mean, I can't remember the last time I had a consultation from somebody from Holland. I think it's been like five or six years. And five or six years ago, I was fucking cheap. Way cheaper than I am now. <laughs> so, you know, you have to go where the money is. And the money is not in Holland. So, there will be no videos in Dutch. Plus, I, I, I don't like talking Dutch. Even when I went to uh, Japan with my best friend who is from Holland, who lives in China, who also escaped, you know, good on him. Um, we speak English. Yeah, feels better feels better to speak it on a language. And then once in a while, once in a while we have to use code uh, for plants uh, for the evening. And then we talk a little bit of Dutch, but that's about it. Let's see, where are we? Oh yeah, all the, there's no drug questions, right? So nobody wants to uh, <laughs> partake. <laughs> speak some Dutch, bro. Godverdomme, ik kan bijna geen Nederlands meer spreken. Waarom zou ik nog Nederlands spreken? Ik, ik praat het bijna nooit meer. En het rare is dat ik een Amerikaans accent heb als ik Nederlands spreek. So I'd rather speak English. Feels more comfortable. I speak English with my wife. I speak English with my friends. And I only speak Dutch with my parents. Um, yeah, and that's about as far as my Dutch goes. Did you and your wife do any day trips during your Japanese vacation? Um, yeah, so we went to Kyoto, Osaka, and Kobe. That was a day trip. And we did, uh, there's something I can highly recommend if you go to Kyoto. Um, there is a train called the Romantic Railway. 
it's a little bit out of Kyoto. It's next to the bamboo forest, so it's uh, well uh, south northwest, north yeah northwest <laughs> of Kyoto. You can take a you know subway there. The subways in Japan are great. So you go to the Romantic Railway. You take the train. Actually, we filmed all of this, but you know, making video about uh, that on a steroid YouTube channel probably not get any views. So I probably won't do it because my uh, mountain of work is uh, substantial. So we did the Romantic Railway, great picturesque scenic railway uh, from Kyoto to I don't know some railway station, uh, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Uh, through the mountains and you go past this uh, river that is winding and uh, you know have some rapids here and there beautiful picturesque scenery you know a lot of mountains and a lot of uh, trees apparently it's even more beautiful if you go through uh, during autumn because then you have the sakura and of course all the you know the sakura trees which are uh, pink purple and then of course all the rest of the trees are all red you know and falling leaves and stuff highly romantic that's why they call it a romantic railway and then you take the boat back so that's what we did absolutely fantastic and very 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 affordable and then we went to the bamboo forest which is literally a 200 meter walk a lot of bamboo obviously as the name implies so that was great and uh what else did we do yeah super nintendo land that was fun that was fun let's see sprechen sie deutsch nein ich kann nicht schöne deutsche teile absolut nicht sprechen that sounds horrible <laughs> Sounds horrible when I speak German. Let's see. Any advice for genetic freaks? Those just thoughts to is tough to estimate. Uh, I know hire a coach. If you're a genetic freak, hire a coach so you can go far. You don't have to make the mistakes that uh, everybody else has to make. It just costs money. You know? So set some money aside. And what is this? Is what Rich Piano said to dick to balls ratio something true? No. Oh, yeah, that your dick has to hang lower than your balls. Um, yeah, I mean, it does look more impressive, right? When your dick hangs lower than your balls. But, you know, if your balls are zero, then the, the you know... Yeah, and it also doesn't really look well. I mean, I will say that now that I've been on ATG monotherapy and off-cycle, I will say that it does look a lot more cosmetically appealing, albeit that, you know, leg day and the doctor work and just getting off from the toilet is um, cumbersome because you have to move all of this extra junk that wasn't there for like 10 years aside. Cool. That mountain trip sounds nice. Yeah, go have fun. Go have fun. Kyoto is a very nice city. Osaka is overcrowded. It's, uh, you know, Dutonburi and uh, Shinseke and the other market area. It's all restaurants, so you don't even, can't even do shopping. And then you go to Osaka Station where there's a lot of shopping. and But it's all, you know, just a mountain of people. And that doesn't really, um, you know, give you a nice shopping experience because you're literally evading all these people. And, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, Steve's out of pocket today. Exactly. Yeah, sometimes you have to be out of pocket. Do a trend Reddit stories for easy views. I know, I tried everything, dude. I tried reaction videos, nobody watches. I tried science videos, nobody watches. And do live streams, well, 130, so that's something. Um, I realized a while ago that the only way I can get views if I talk about insane dosages like two and a half grams of test or Incorlex 
or you know, mountains of growth hormone. So basically, my audience is telling me to kill myself with uh, taking crazy amounts of copious uh, drugs. So I don't know what to think of it. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, kind of like Sean Strickland. Who's Sean Strickland? Let me Google that. Sean Strickland, American mixed martial artist. Do I look like this guy? Uh, yeah, I have a shaved head. I guess that's where it ends. He's a lot younger than I am, though. All right, where are we? Let's select something interesting. Rainy or Ranaji. <laughs> I was read this wrong. How can I improve my hamstrings? Uh, do hamstring curls until it palm it, it it's pumped to the core. Uh, what a lot of people do is they bury their knees into the hamstring curl machine, which is what you shouldn't be doing. You should bury your hips and let the knees come up. You should do your hamstring curls laying seated like you're doing bicep curls. Right? You literally need to contract your glutes and your hamstrings to, to the point your knees come up. Um, if you scroll down my Instagram, I have a lot of training videos. Which never got views, so I stopped doing them. Plus, if I do training videos now, I'll train too hard because I know that people are watching, so there won't be any two or three reps and reserves. And then I'll train myself to death again. But um, yeah, focus on your execution and give yourself some time and eat a caloric surplus for about a year, but don't get fat, not too fat. A little bit fluffy is fine, but not too fat to the point we can't even see your hamstring separation. Uh, be in a caloric sur surplus for a while, take a little bit of PDs and uh, focus on your execution, and then everything will turn out okay. All right, where are we? Sometimes some, sometimes these live streams, just this chat keeps resetting, and I don't know where the fuck we are. All right, here we are. Boss man. Steve, how are you? Is this a Q&A or just a live stream? No, this is a pre-recorded. I recorded this like two weeks ago, and um, but I knew exactly which questions were coming and what people were going to ask because I have the power of foresight. Um, but yeah, this is this, yeah, man, this was like uh, a record in August. <laughs> the QA will be on Saturday. They were just shooting the shit here, so I can have a little bit of camera experience again because I tried to record today and I didn't really uh, get past the um, the intro. So I need some camera time because I didn't record anything for one and a half weeks. Anything to note from switching from base system onto testosterone or anything? Okay, do this with me, read the subtitles. No super chats about PEDs, for fuck's sake. Thanks. Save it for Saturday. There we go again. And we're going to take all your money. I'm going to take all your money and not answer any questions about drugs. Because fuck you. It's not Saturday. We're doing a live stream for fun, guys. It's You know, it's, it's very hard to point people in the right direction, right? Everybody has... Everybody thinks that they're entitled to your private life and entitled to all of your time. That's why I get so many DMs, like 200 DMs, 250 DMs per day about drugs. I know it's a drug uh, channel, but, you know, sometimes it's, I don't want to talk about drugs. Is that okay? You know, can I not talk about drugs? Am I typecast now? Is this the vigorous drugs channel? <laughs> it it kind of is, right? Anyway, I read the fucking subtitles and do me a solid. And uh, let's not talk about drugs for a change. Please. I'll take all your money. Please ask me more drug questions. 
She says, I'll take all of it. I spent a lot of money on my holiday, so I, I need some more money. Please. There you go. Get some. Yeah, take the money. That's the direction. Just take the money, like Liver King. Just take the fucking money. Yeah, lie. Keep lying. Keep cheating. Uh, I was off cycle. Now I'm, st uh, but actually I was on cycle, and now I'm going back on cycle, which means she's going to increase the dose. And all these people just keep giving him money. So <laughs> there you go, boss man knows for a fun live stream. Loving <laughs> this. Yeah, let's just troll for an hour or maybe a little bit longer. Mexabolin was the animal. Oh, uh, uh. Money to feed the snake. Exactly. Yeah, the snake is hungry. It's uh did I did this, did I feed the snake today? Shit, my wife's probably already sleeping. Might have to wake her up. Yeah, sneak in. But if all the cats are there, I probably can't do it. And then I can't focus and the snake will be flaccid. Yeah, I gotta feed the snake. <laughs> troll Steve is base Steve. Sometimes you gotta troll a little bit, man. I, I feel I've been way too serious these last couple of months. It's um, life's too short to be serious and answer drug questions 24-7. You kind of lose your soul. Steve, what do you think? Uh, Steve, what do you think about serums? <laughs> I just want to make you pull your hair out. You see, this is why I don't have any hair. Oh, and for all the questions that ask about micro dotting, I'll give you some ASMR. You hear? Can you guys hear that? You hear, is there dandruff? No, right? It's not micro dotting. And this green hue, it's from the lights. I'll show you another secret. Yeah, let me go to the back. Am I wearing underwear now? One second, guys. Let me put my robe on properly. Because no underwear. You see all this light? All right. This is a studio light. So when you think I have green hair, it's because the light behind me is reflecting off my physique. So oh, on this side, here. See this, all this purple light? That's the light behind me. But... You know, the same question. The good thing is that, you know, even dumb questions help with the algorithm. Um, so it doesn't really matter what people ask. Uh, any question helps the algorithm. <laughs> so every every video I see, uh, Steve, did you do micro pigmentation? Every video I see, uh, you know, Steve, why is your, uh, your skull green? And Steve, why are you... Um, why don't you why do you talk like you don't know anything <laughs> this question it all helps with the algorithm so ask all your dumb questions please fuel how do you like living in thailand do you ever wish you lived somewhere else or is it just your favorite place um after going to japan for a week um you know thailand is is not perfect but all things considering it is a very easy place to live um is it you know does it have its uh, annoyances of course but that's with all places uh you know I, I could live in las vegas for like six months and then after that i would get annoyed but i think if you live in the united states for over what was it 90 days you have to start paying taxes which um I, I'm, I'm trying to keep my tax um footprint as low as possible so i would i would like to live in uh you know las vegas a couple months maybe uh, dubai a couple months Thailand a couple months, you know, ideally you know, bypassing the super hot season and just, you know, country hopping. But I have six cats 
so those uh, aspirations are uh, are closed. Uh, I just live here and make trips once in a while, you know. But I think from all the places that I've been to in the world, and I've been to many places, I've been all over Asia. I've been, uh, you know, well, LA and Las Vegas doesn't really count. But this year I'll go all over the United States, seven destinations in a month. And I've been all over Europe and I've been to Dubai and Kuwait. And I would say that all things considering, Thailand is still the best. Yeah, even though I do feel that I've kind of outgrown this place. But I've been here for, what, 15 years, 17 years. So sometimes it's just time to do something else. So I'll go to the US for an entire month. And by that time, I'll probably be sick of it. <laughs> and then I'll really like Thailand again. You know, you get bored. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Didn't I just answer that? Or did I go so far up the chat that... I don't even know what's going on with this chat. <laughs> I really don't. What the fuck, dude? StreamYard is this. All right, I'm going to scroll all the way down and then scroll up. Okay. Same question from Ian. Did you ever get into any video games in mass media? No, what was it? Mass multiplayer online orgy. Or, or orgies, well, whatever the abbreviation stuff for mass online orgies, um, role playing games. Yeah, mass online role playing game orgies. Close enough. Uh, no, I never got into it. I'm simply too busy. I uh, was playing The Legend of Zelda recently, and um, it's such a sinkhole of time, and it felt too too similar to the previous Zelda game. So I, I didn't really get into it as much as I used to do. So I'm, I'm waiting for a new Nintendo console with a new Zelda game. And hopefully they do something new. And then I can enjoy it a little bit more. Or I'm just getting too old for that shit. I don't know. I like, uh, the, you know, real life. Real life is like a video game too. So when I went to Japan, I treated everything like a video game. You want to do the shrine? Okay, you go climb the mountain at the same time. You know, you sweat buckets. Highly uncomfortable, but I did climb that mountain, bitch. Yeah. One hour up and 40 minutes down. I was completely drenched. And then you want to take a picture at the top, but it's already, uh, you know, sun goes down, so it's kind of dark. So you take that picture at the mountaintop and you can't even see the view. So no picture evidence. But yeah, the f f what is Futanari? No, that's something else. Uh, f f f Fukushima? No? F f fuck, man. What was it? Uh, Inari Shrine. I Fukushima, Fukushima, <laughs> yeah, Fukushima. No, that's the uh, that's the nuclear power plant, and we don't speak a local language. Fukushima, Fukushima Inari, Taisha. Okay, it's with all the um, little gates. I went there, and then my buddy was like, "Let's go to the mountaintop." So I was like, "Yeah, sure." And it was an hour upstairs. I was drenched in sweat. Yeah, it's not good if you just uh, took Incrolex two days prior, and you're literally pumped to the core, right? Shin splint, lower back pumps, you know, hamstring cramps. The full shebang was not fun. Um, so that was my real life video game moment. I gained a lot of experience point doing that uh, hike. Steve, you offer the most informative content on this platform. I want to say thank you. Unfortunately, most people want estrogen. No, easy entertainment. <laughs> I need to put my glasses on. I'm going to do some LASIK uh, soon. So I might be offline for a week to recover from LASIK surgery because I can't fucking see anything anymore. Easy entertainment instead. Yeah, it's, um, you know, sometimes you just got to say no to all the questions and just have fun with it. 
Let's see. Much appreciated for your super chat. Do you watch anime? I used to watch all of them. There was um, a website called AnyDB, the animation or anime database .net. And I think I topped out like 250 series. <laughs> this is a very long time ago. Uh, and I can't remember half of it besides Fist of the North Star. Um, but yeah, I watched all the Ghibli uh, movies up until Ponyo, I think. And uh, I watched all the Macross movies, not Robotech, no Macross. Yeah, Macross, Lin Nin Mei, the best music performer in all anime. I'm really dating myself now, right? Um, in Holland, there was a cartoon about a duck. It was actually anime also. Can't remember what that's called. Any Dutch uh, guys in the, in the chat can remind me? There was a, uh, an anime produced in Japan about a duck. And there was a, a Hitler duck as well. And a, uh, an African-American duck from uh, the Caribbean. It was very interesting, but also very violent from what I remember. But maybe I watched that because I was young. Anyway, I watched a lot of anime, but I, uh, I haven't really watched anything new. So Baki or um, I watched a little bit of Naruto when it came out and Dragon Ball Z, obviously, but that spans generations, not the remake, but the old ones. Um, but Baki, I never really got into. Um, I did watch Berserk that is making a little bit of a resurgence and I actually watched, uh, read a lot of the manga as well. Uh, but it's I mean, getting older, you lose interest, you know, and I'm just busy. I'm too busy for my own good. All right, where are we? Okay, I think I got covered all the super chats. Let me keep scrolling. Mm. Man, it must be like a million comments because this chat keeps resetting. So if I'm missing your questions. Steve, you have questions. Yeah, I get answers, but save it for Saturday. Saturday, I got more questions, more answers. Uh, thanks for the money, dude. Save it for Saturday. Ranaji, Steve, you're my true guru. I'm prepping alone just by the knowledge provided by you. Learned a lot. Thanks for everything. Love you. All right, get a cue card. <laughs> no, but much appreciated, dude. Um, learn as much as you can, right? Because at one point I will retire from YouTube. I'm not sure when, uh, but when I have kids, um, which shouldn't be too long now, I probably won't have as much time as I do now. Uh, yeah, so might be less content going forward. 250, yeah, IndB was awesome. Exactly, Kenny knows. Padlabor, yeah, that was also very good. Macross, Macross and L, wasn't that the remake? I think I have a soundtrack somewhere. I have like two terabytes of anime soundtracks. <laughs> it's such a shame that, that YouTube is just, it's like creatively castrating you. So you can't really make content that you really want to make because I'd use all these anime. When I was traveling for a year, I had like uh, a Steve around the world YouTube channel. It's, it's all deleted. So don't start looking for it. Um, where I made like, videos of my travel um and then i used anime soundtrack songs and i would upload it but even then i would get copyright strikes and i would time the cuts and the 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 screen and just me just traveling throughout asia based on the sound and these fucking music videos for fucking gold and i still have them on my uh, uh my hard disk of course and sometimes you watch it back i mean it's been and 12 years since I traveled. And then you get this raw emotion of traveling and this raw emotion of the anime that you were watching. Man, tear jerking. 
for sure. But I, only I would get it because that was my anime and my my uh, traveling. So, ah, uh, let's see. Usually here for the PDs, but my schedule never allows me to watch the Saturday Q and A's. So, Gabe, um, this ten bucks, you can just uh, do the Patreon or YouTube memberships. Right? That's ten bucks also. And then you literally have four weeks to ask questions uh, on the post that I always post on Patreon. Literally one post live there now. Um, did I forget the one for YouTube? I probably did. I'll, I'll post it after this one. So you can put your 10 bucks there. And then you can ask like questions unlimited. <laughs> and I'll answer them on the vigorous Q&A. You don't have to be there live. But uh, you can just post them. And then I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just answer them. You know, and then, you know, uh, what is it? Alvaro will make the timestamps and then you can watch it back. So put that uh, $10 to good use next time and then ask your questions. Duck, ducktators or ducktails? Right? A Hitler duck. Yeah. Is it ducktators? Man, the ducktators. No, that's not. Yeah, that's the propaganda movie. Um, man, somebody would know. Yeah, Hitler Duck. Yeah, that's the kind of shit I watch. Can't believe it. It was made for kids. <clears throat> All right. Hey, Steve, I know you're into Bitcoin. What's your sentiment on gold miners in the current market? I see a lot of anticipation for a rally. Um, this is just, you know, like the, the, the pre-having year. So don't expect too much. I mean, today they had uh, CPI data and, uh, and you would expect the market to move unless the market moved in the last 10 minutes or last 46 minutes. But I, I don't see any movement. <laughs> I barely see any movement. I see a downwards trend. And even though that last uh, dip was to the 300-day moving average was uh, promising because that could be less, the last shakeout before it rallies again. Um... I think a lot of people are tired and waiting for the ETFs to be approved and then it might rally again. But, you know, just buy every bottom. And if you see an overbought market, sell a little bit so you can trade in the meantime. That's what I'm doing. But it's a, it's going to be stagnant until the, at least the halving. And there might be a rally, right? I might be mistaken. Maybe there's some good news in the middle of October when the ETFs get approved. But I think that the ETFs will get approved in March. And in the meantime, uh, Gary Gensler is just going to, um, you know, be a sourpuss and just trying to ruin the market for everything because BlackRock is in his ear, just uh, whispering, bring the price down, bring the price down, bring the price down. It will get approved in March. And then we can start, you know, offering it. And by the time they probably have like 250,000 Bitcoin because all the weak hands would have sold by that time. But I'm not fucking selling. I'm buying more, bitch. Yeah, I'm buying a lot more. So... Keep selling. I'll buy my, it's either going to my hands or BlackRock hands. And, uh, you know, by the time the next Bitcoin bull market goes live. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I can't wait. And I'm a patient fucker. I mean, I waited 11 years for my first cycle. I can wait another two years for a bull market. <laughs> Not these people that are on TikTok. They have a seven second attention span. They're, they're trading and then it goes up and then it goes down. And they don't know what decision to make, so they sell at the at the low point, and they buy high, sell low, buy high, sell low, and then uh, they're broke. Yeah, and I do the exact opposite and just wait, just wait. 
What time is Saturday PED stream? Um, well, it's at 12 my time, but I don't know what time that is for you. That's why I usually post the, the you know, the, you go to Savvy Time. Type in uh, SavvyTime.com. That's my uh, favorite um, time zone calculator. And then you put in uh, 12 a.m. ICT time. That's Sunday. Uh, ICT is uh, Indochina uh, Central Time. At the same time zone that Bangkok is in. Yes, I'm in Bangkok, Thailand, in case you didn't know. Um, and then 12 o'clock my time, Sunday morning, right? Just like it is uh, 1 o'clock Thursday morning uh, right now for me. Uh, that's when it goes live for the private members. And an hour later, it goes public. So you'll have to wait a little bit. And otherwise, just uh, ring that notification bell on my YouTube channel so you can get notified when uh, new content drops. You think you successfully impregnated the wife over the vacation? No, she has a period now, so she's not pregnant. Again, we only have like a couple of days during ovulation to really uh, go for it. And I did uh, many a attempt on holiday, but uh, unsuccessful so far. So, guys, give us some time, right? I know every time I see people, is the wife pregnant yet? No, no. And the answer will be no until we pass the third trimester. So until then, uh, the answer will be no. <laughs> so I might just say that she had a period when she didn't have a period, but this time she really had a period. So we're just going to keep trying. And give it, give it like six months. Give it like six months. And then people say, I got my wife pregnant on cycle. You were probably trying for five fucking years. So shut the fuck up. I just see was probably dead, dead on arrival. The microphone's clicking. Really? Fuck. Maybe I'm moving too much. All right. I'm trying to do the best I can, guys. Thoughts on Jason Blaha? Um, no thoughts. Yeah. No thoughts. No positive thoughts. No negative thoughts. I am neutral. Leave me out of it. Otherwise, the trolls will come. So, whatever Jason Blaha is doing right now, is he still an assassin? I wish him all the best. Your vids helped me diagnose my prolactinoma. Awesome. Without you and Derek, it would have gone misdiagnosed for years. I just wanted to say thank you. That is fucking awesome. So, um, you know, with the uh, MRI that you did on your uh, pituitary gland, I hope they were able to determine that it's benign and that you can just uh, go about your business uh, worry-free. And then I hope that your LH, FSH, uh, growth hormone, all the pituitary hormones are somewhat manageable because, you know, having an adenoma in the pituitary gland um, causing high prolactin levels is um, yeah, something that is pretty rough. And I hope you don't have to be on cabergoline or dopamine receptor agonist for life to keep your prolactin levels in range. But at least you got to diagnose. So you're one step ahead. Good on you. And I hope it's not too debilitating. Day crypto traders be like, <laughs> yeah. What's up, Big Steve? When are vacation? When are vacation in Greece? Um, I don't know. Stay tuned. But everybody's going to Greece, right? So I feel left out. Uh, maybe at one point. But I can vicariously uh, live through other people's Greece vacation. So to the point, I don't have to go there because I've seen my Konos and uh, what is it? Uh, the, the the you know Santorini all over my Instagram feed. So I don't really have to go there. Unable to find your videos on targeted fat loss. Is it deleted? No. I just type in fat loss and you should get it. 
really it's there it's there 100 percent 100 percent all right again regarding benign prolactinomia is long-term cabergola in bed well you might get um you know uh, left ventricular hypertrophy and you might get uh well a raging hard on so long because your prolactin levels are so low so uh, honestly i haven't really dived into the the you know the case of prolactinomas and elevated prolactin levels chronically to the point uh, you know serious health ramifications start to manifest but i do know that serious uh, health ramifications might manifest when you take care of so yeah don't do that unless you do it under med medical supervision where are we man i don't know what happened what's happening with my chat on uh on live stream but it just keeps messing up damn you accidentally skipped some normal chat questions all right let me scroll up normal looking patiently looking for normal chat questions Steve, some of the links on your website are sold out. Uh, do you plan on updating them? I can't, you know, sometimes the links are still valid. I lead the products that are sold out and then get back into stock. But it's there's there's so many links to website uh, things that it's hard to update, honestly. And I recently tried to add in all the science.bio links, which is just back. And it's just so much to get through. I mean, I'm so fucking busy, dude. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but I'm honestly sick of all the work that I have to do. Like I had a mountain of work uh, that I came back from Japan and even then I was working two hours per day. And and even when you hire people, they only do eight hours of work for you, not the extra work that you ask them to do. So, um, yeah, I'm just a little bit overwhelmed with all the things that I need to do. So my sincere apologies that not everything is, uh, you know, in tip top shape and uh, hiring more people is uh, that you then need to you know push into a certain direction and they still make mistakes and then i get frustrated and then i figure out i need to do it anyway by myself so i'm just i'm just whatever dude you guys will figure it out <laughs> and then hopefully use my discount codes but i'm doing more than enough i think for you guys coach you spent in share market no yes Finally, Alfred Jodokas Kwak. Kwak, yeah. <laughs> Alfred Jodokas Kwak. That was the fucking series. Alfred J. Kwak. Type it in. It's an animation from 1983. It was a fucking Dutch Japanese children animated comedy drama television based on a work of Harmon van Veen. Fucking sick. I should watch that again. But probably if I watch it now, it wasn't that good. That's the problem with childhood memories, right? You romanticize everything, and then you watch it back, and you're like, man, this stuff was actually horrible. Just like watching The Mask or Transformers. You watch that back now, and you're like, this shit is so stupid. Why did I like this? Steve, have you ever been to Hungary? No, not yet. So many, so many places that I still need to uh, v uh, visit in my life. My wife thinks bodybuilders are mentally unstable. Your opinion? Your wife is right. 
<laughs> your wife is fucking right, dude. I, uh, yeah. I did, yeah, they're mentally unstable. We start this bodybuilding journey because we're deeply insecure about our body composition. And then we get even more deeply insecure because there's always somebody bigger. And then we start to pinpoint about body parts that are inferior. So, you know, you're never in, uh, you're never good enough when you look at the mirror. And then when you're in peak physical performance, you're happy for like one hour. And then every moment after that, you're in the worst shape of your life compared to that peak physical shape. And then you just hate your reflection, dude. It's, yeah. And then, you know, you throw the drugs on top of that. And you get through this roller coaster of mood changes and uh, combine that with body dysmorphia and then, uh, you know, and a healthy obsession with eating and, uh, and a healthy obsession with food, right? You eat super clean during the week and then you have this cheat meals, this, this roller coaster. So, yeah, maybe I should have never started it. But then again, a bodybuilder, bodybuilding also brings you a lot of good in your life. So you have to take the good with the bad, just like anything in life, right? Relationships, there's a good and a bad. In bodybuilding, there's a good with a bad. And making money, there's a good with a bad. And um, yeah, there's no, you can't appreciate the ups without going through a couple extreme lows. And with bodybuilding, there's a couple extreme lows. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll tell you that. All right. Let me scroll down a little bit. Trend builders are definitely unstable. True. But even guys on testosterone replacement therapy are mad unstable, dude. I mean, I meet them all the time. You try to give them advice during consultations. And then five minutes later, literally after consultation, they made all these changes. And then a week later, they, uh, you know, make all these changes to your protocol. And then they, they bear the hole for themselves even deeper. So some people are just beyond help, man. I try to do my part. I try to do the best I can. But I even I know I'm beyond help. That's why I have a wife to kind of keep me on the path. All right, Steve, you were not a bodybuilder. What sport do you think you would be into? Powerlifting, tennis, um, swimming. I liked swimming a lot. I liked uh, I probably just, yeah, trekking, mountain climbing, that kind of shit. I always loved doing that. I mean, it's brutal. Man, when I was traveling a year through Asia, I would just look at it, you know, I get a motorbike, I look for a mountain, and then I would just climb it. <laughs> I don't know, I know what's wrong with me. It just make me own destiny. Right? And then I would find like some shrine on top of the mountain, which somehow in Asia that's like a fetish. You build a shrine on top of a mountain and then you have to climb it. Even if the, the last part is super dangerous and with the ropes that are super dodgy and slippery and shit, you know, on these... Um, limestone mountains that if it rains a little bit it turns into a little water slide uh yeah we just climb it man lots of fun so that's what i did in japan also we climbed the fushima inari shrine which was steps you know it was not not difficult in a in a climbing sense but yeah i think i would travel more and um climb more mountains do all these uh you know viewing areas so you get your steps in it's like uh, doing the stairmaster for fun Coach Greg also has done a video on how every bodybuilder is mentally unstable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not only the people he makes videos about. And also, Greg is also a little bit mentally unstable. But uh, same as me. And I think it's just the bodybuilding community, dude. Everybody's mentally unstable. And we portray that we're not by being highly disciplined and in creating this ultimate physique. But in the back, we're all mentally unstable. Yeah.
Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, um, it, it's becoming more and more apparent on social media. But I still love this shit. All right, let's scroll down a bit. Seas Hill need to climb it. Yeah, that's my fetish. <laughs> see a mountain, I have to climb it. I see an Amazonian goddess, have to climb it. Of course, it's not really climbing, but it's still uh, it's still a feat in itself. Yeah, even though my wife is not as tall as an Amazonian goddess, she does have the proportions uh, of an Amazonian goddess for sure, especially in high heels. And she's a little bit taller. Oh, yeah, send me to jail for sure. Henry, what's up? Turning late. What's the occasion? Um, I tried to record today, and I couldn't get through the intro, so I need some camera experience. And some interaction with people because in japan i had zero interactions uh well on, when the japanese are drunk they're very easy to talk to but during the day no dude they don't want anything to do with you and i was on my best behavior really i dressed up nice all right i abide by all the rules i didn't uh make a scene but still the japanese people are like they look at you like the fuck is this guy with all of his muscle what the hell is this problem must have a tiny penis. <laughs> and then, of course, then later in the evening, they're all drunk, right? That's the salary man lifestyle. And then they want, they're all over you. They want to grab your muscles. And then, like, like a little kid does, like the, you know, front double bicep, like a kid with shoulders up, that kind of stuff. It was hilarious. And then, just like the last time when I was in Tokyo a couple of years ago in 2017, all these guys, they forget the briefcases and then you have to run after them to give them the briefcases. And at least in Tokyo, they pay for your dinner when that happens. But in Osaka, they didn't do that. Too bad. It's okay. What is this? Igor, weird question. With all the zoo in the house, how do you manage their toilet situation? With all the zoo in the house? Oh, you mean the cats? <laughs> well, we have uh, six, uh, or, yeah, six uh, litter boxes. So, um, you know, you're on pooper scooper duty. You know, luckily I have an assistant who is also on pooper scooper duty. So I pay a guy to uh, do it when I don't want to. But yeah, I scoop poop once in a while. <laughs> and uh, I do it multiple times because uh, with six cats, and Sphinx cats eat a lot because they have to regulate their body temperature. So we're, um, yeah, we're scooping poop all the freaking time. And one of the cats, uh, man, <laughs> mad stinky. <laughs> and I tried to change her diet. And I tried to change, uh, you know, uh, the supplement protocol. It's just mad stinky. So it is what it is. And she has the tendency not to bury her shit. Yeah. So I have to literally, we have a, a CCTV uh, installed at the two areas where we have litter boxes. So we can uh, kind of keep track on who's taking shits and who's not burying the shit. And then we can uh, kind of scold them if we catch them in the act. So sometimes you catch the cat, they don't bury it, and then I put her right back in the litter box and just watch her. And she buries that shit. She knows. Yeah. She knows she did something wrong. And I just watch her like, get the fucking work, bury that shit, and then you have to clean her paws because it's like half-assed. And uh, yeah, automatic litter box is a game changer. I'm just scared that they get stuck in that thing, you know? What is this? Steve, do you have an open relationship? No, man. No. 
No, you know, people who have an open relationship are with a partner that they shouldn't be with. And then it's not because the partner is willing to accept an open relationship, but it's just because you feel like, uh, you know, fucking somewhere else. I mean, do all the fucking you need to do before you get into a relationship that's longer lasting. And if that happens, uh, you know, to the point you have a relationship when you're 30 or 40 year old, when you're done fucking, you know, everything that moves, I get it. But if you're in an open relationship, it means that you don't love and respect your partner. It's that simple. Yeah, but I need to, you know, I need I have urges. Get those urges out of the way before you get into a relationship. And then you don't need to, you know, and if you want to go to the go-go bar sometimes, okay, fine. Right, we get it. And you want to watch the entertainment. You want to go to the strip club. Just don't get your fucking hands dirty. All right. Just watch, but don't touch. I think that's still fine. It's like next level entertainment. And other than that, you know, get all the fucking out the door before you get into the relationship. I did. That's why I don't understand semen retention. All right? Spread the love around until you get so jaded and so sick of it that you figure every woman out in five minutes. Oh, this is one of those girls, right? This one has daddy issues. This one has, uh, you know, money problems. This one has an alcohol addiction. This, you, once you get to that point where you know women inside out and within five to 15 minutes, you literally know everything about them, you know, simply by their manners. Um, and to the point you don't even want to take the girls home anymore because you know exactly what's going to happen. Right? This one gives rim jobs, this one is a deep throater, this one, you know, will steal your fucking wallet after you're done, right? When you've just gone through all that shit, then you're ready to settle down and then you don't need an open relationship because you know that every woman that you fucked before, the girl that you end up marrying was trash. And every girl that you're going to meet after marrying is going to be trash so you're right in the middle at the top of the period with the woman you should be with that's the position i am in i don't need to have an open relationship yeah really no woman in this planet compares to mine i'd say it your woman doesn't compare to mine and that way you don't have to worry that steve's going to end up in your girl's coochie right because <laughs> my wife is better than yours you don't have to worry that I'm going to take your girl away from you. It seems open relationships are becoming popular, at least in my circle. Not uh, for me, but friends are doing it. I mean, you can have an open relationship. You can have like five girlfriends at the same time if you can have the money and the financial and, and you know, the time investment, uh, you know, willing to do all that shit. I mean, I did, you know, because you, you don't, the girls are like, you know, you don't have so much in common. So you have one girl to go to the movies with, another girl to have dinner with, another movie, uh, uh, another girl to I don't know, do shopping with, right? You have you find some sort of similar interest, so you can spend some time together before you get your nookie in, because there's always, um, you know, a, a lead, some lead time. Let's put it that way, because otherwise you might as well just spend your money on prostitutes. It's very minimal lead time. You just the uh, hundred dollars, yeah, okay, come over, right? You don't even have to do anything. That's your lead time is minimal, but you have to pay for the service. So, and there's something to say for that as well. Very time efficient, albeit that uh, sometimes it's kind of frowned upon. So if you want to do that, just don't talk about it. Um, where were we? Man, I kind of lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, about uh, open relationships. So if you want to have a couple girls in parallel, that's fine. But as soon as you go into an open relationship, I don't think that the trust and the respect isn't there. So if you want to do like five relationships in parallel, just keep your fucking mouth shut and do it. Yeah, you're non-exclusive. You're just seeing multiple people 
um, because every person that you meet is fulfilling a particular interest that you have that is similar to them. And those girls are probably not exclusive with you either. So wear your condoms and, um, you know, rinse with Listerine before you go down. And, and please take it from the Thai girls, shower them. Right? At least Thai girls have the self-respect to shower properly and, and brush their teeth and do the whole Listerine uh, before you do the nasty. But the Western women, man, when I come, you go to you go to Thailand when you're 23 years old, and all these girls start showering, you know, and they take such good care of themselves, and they have beautiful pussies, and then you have to go back, and then you meet girls in the club, and they don't want to shower, and they give you this attitude, like, yeah, you think I'm dirty? Yeah, we just spent three hours dancing. And rubbing and, and, you know, doing the nasty on the dance floor where we had a little bit of alcohol and we're both sweaty. Get in the fucking shower. And they don't want to do it. I'm out the door. <laughs> you know, so I got jaded. I got spoiled. And that's why I moved to Asia. Because uh, after coming to Thailand and realizing that, uh, you know, there's a better way, then I didn't want to do it anymore. So... And if you're in an open relationship and none of the girls want to shower, one way ticket over here, man. There's a better way. There's a better way. Matt Epton, what's up, bro? What is the best cigar I can buy for twenty to forty dollars, in your opinion? Uh, well, you're in the United States, or so you're shit out of luck. You can't get Cubans over there. Um, and I'm not too familiar with Dominican or Nicaraguan or, or just anything that's produced domestically, if they even produce something domestically. But uh, a padron, padron, yeah, it's the padron is the tequila and padron is the cigars, right? So, um. You know what you do? You go to a cigar lounge uh, or, you know, a humidor, right? To the Casa del Habano, something like that. And you just, uh, you go in there and say, I want three cigars. I want one $20, one $30, one $40. But don't tell me which, uh, which one is what price range. I want one Maduro leaf wrapped, one uh, aged, limitado edition, and one on recommendation of the guy that works there. Right, a twenty dollar, a thirty dollar, and a forty dollar. Smoke them. Keep the wrapper. Right, take the wrapper off before you toss it away. Make a little note. Whichever one you like most, bring that back and buy a whole case. And it's very likely that that one is only twenty dollars because the thirty and forty dollar cigars, the difference you barely taste. I brought eighty dollar cigars with me, fifty dollar cigars, twenty dollar cigars. And they all tasted great. Albeit that the $80 cigar tasted better than everything else. <laughs> but you're not asking for an $80 cigar. And you know what's funny? Those Cuban cigars right now, they're so marked up for whatever reason, because the dollar is, uh, you know, more valuable or because, the, you know, they're creating like this artificial demand over in Cuba or simply because they had, you know, uh, harvesting issues. A Maduro 5 from Cohiba, a Kenyos, a long one, like the thickest one, the one you can club people to death with, you know, if somebody is bothering you in the cigar lounge, you just whip out your Maduro 5 Genius uh, size and you just let a motherfucker get away from you or bitch slap you with this thing so hard, you'll think it's uh, 1985. Um, was that the sign of the, the depression? 
Was it British? Was it eighty-six? Eighty-six. I gotta get my year straight. Depression. Man, never mind. In two thousand ten. That was yes. Yeah, you'll you'll think it's two thousand ten. At least that was a big depression, big economic crisis. Um, that used to be like thirty-five dollars. Now it's eighty bucks, and you get a smaller size. You just get a regular size, not a not the big one. For 35, it's like marked up like four times. Fuck's sake, dude. My favorite cigars, marked up four times. I gotta get my ass a Cuba. So just ask around in the humidor and then, uh, you know, get some recommendations and buy more of the one you like. Because sometimes you get great cigars for 10 bucks, 15 bucks. And you don't have to go on this power trip of smoking $50 or $80 cigars unless you really know that you like them. Like this $80 cigars, they're still worth it. But I bought two to smoke with my best friend because both of our birthdays are in September. Actually, his birthday is today. So happy birthday, Peter. You're the man. Um, that's the only exclusive reason I would smoke an $80 cigar. Yeah, and that was paired with a lot of alcohol, unfortunately. So I was uh, intoxicated multiple days. That's why I'm still recovering. Rob. Planning a trip to Italy next year with my wife. Never been to Europe before. I was hoping to know what a recommendation you have for Italy. Um, I've only been to the north of Italy, uh, which borders with Switzerland. On a trip with my dad through Switzerland. And he was like, you want to go to Italy? My dad was just a big troll, just like I am. You want to go to Italy? I said, yes, dad, let's go to Italy with my sister after my parents divorced. So we drove around uh, through the south of Europe, basically, and or the middle part of Europe, depending on how you look at it. So we went to uh, Switzerland and Austria and Luxembourg and Holland. And uh, we uh, we did a little like a one hour tour through Italy. So that's the my extent of Italy. Um, so, yeah, you're asking the wrong spot. <laughs> but uh, Venice looks nice and Sicily looks cool. Uh, so that that would be my go to places. And after that, the Tower of Pisa, you know, to get your picture in, make sure you lean, you know, and you do the photo, uh, make sure you're in the right spots, you can lean, get the, the cool Instagram picture, right? And you take it in portrait mode, so it looks a little bit blurry. And then you can show off on Instagram. But yeah, that's the extent of it, man. It's I've seen the north of Italy, I can't even remember which city we passed through, but it was a lot of fun. Do you think you'll check out Starfield when you get back home? Um, hey man, if I want bugs, I'll go play Skyrim. <laughs> man, you play these games for the bugs, right? No, I, I don't have time for Starfield. I'll, um, I, I'm, I'm really into Foundation now. That second season, fucking epic. Yeah, I like Foundation. I, I saw the payoff coming from episode 8 and 9. nine I saw it coming a mile away. Let's see. Zubar. Zubiar. Zubar Hamid. I tried cigars a while and I couldn't just find the appeal for it. Never tasted good. Prefer my whiskey and tequila. Yeah, it's an acquired taste. Um, I, I smoked my first cigar when I was 15 because that's what uh, successful people did, or at least in my eyes. And I had an uncle who smoked cigars, so I was exposed to it. So I bought the biggest cigar that I could find at uh, some local place where they sell tobacco products. They had like a tiny humidor with some cigars. So I'll take a, take the biggest one. It was 15 euros or 15 guilders, something like that. It was a fuckload of money back then. 
yeah those were the days um so i bought it came in its own tube you know with a little bit of um was this cedar wrap so it was pure perfectly uh, humidized or pu perfect humidity and then i uh, graduated right i had my last graduation um uh what is it uh, exam and then i uh, brought my cigar with a good friend we wanted to smoke the cigar we had a lighter we didn't know he had to cut off the end fucking newbies so we had to bite it off <laughs> We bit off the end of this 15 Gilder cigar, so it's like $5 nowadays. Or, or yeah, yeah, $5, $6. So imagine how bad it was. Um, it was a Romeo and Juliet. Very big, but horrible quality. Now looking back on it. So we bit off the end. So we had tobacco in our mouth the whole time. And we didn't even know that we uh, shouldn't inhale. So the first puff that I took inhaling, right? I was already used to smoking cigarettes and weed um yeah we were on the floor coughing so that was my first uh, cigar experience and um after that i learned a little bit better so but yeah if you like whiskey and tequila keep it up man that's an acquired taste as well i do like my uh man japan has some good whiskeys dude yamazaki 12 year old hibikis centauri gold <laughs> i spent too much money on this shit yeah but only once in a while once in a while, you gotta have the snob moment. I saw a cool question, but it, the chat reset it. Oh, here we are. Chris, yo, look at that back. Steve, I'm a cat guy, if you remember. Oh yeah, second cat is here, good. Seven weeks now, they get along fine, but don't seem to play much together, only with me. Any tips on a fellow cat, Papa? Uh, both female. Yeah, the females, they... Um, they don't play as much together as the males do but usually as they get more time together they start to get more playful and you got to keep in mind that you know sometimes they have their zoomy moments so like once every three days my cats are in full zoomy mode and they're like all hyped and start running around and then they play with each other they play with you they're very um you know into this ballsy move so you know you gotta take it uh, as the days come by i would say but seven weeks is uh, maybe a little bit too short for them to really bond together. I think my cat started sleeping together and, and spending more time together maybe two or three months into it. Uh, but they, yeah, usually they like more time alone. And when you have two cats, usually what they do, especially the women, the females, and the, the same as women in real life, um, they want attention for themselves. So when one is sleeping, one of them will come out. Of course, nobody has two girlfriends living in the same house unless you do the harem quest like Tony. But yeah, talking to Tony, I think it's a handful. So don't even try. Uh, but when you have two cats, usually they play it like this. One is sleeping and then one comes out to play so they can get all of your attention for themselves. When you have six cats, they do the exact same thing. Five are asleep and then one will wake up and like, is everybody else asleep? And then they'll start, uh, you know, trying to get your attention. And then, you know, when you have six cats, it just happens over and over after each other. So you spend the whole day playing with one cat. <laughs> yeah. So that's why there's no videos. Yeah, that's why there's no videos. I'm just playing with cats all day. Thank God I don't have to live off the YouTube money. <laughs> I can just live off my investments now. Uh, here we go. Uncommon Charlie. Save this question for the next vigorous Q&A because no super chats about PEDs for fuck's sake. Thanks. It's right there on the bottom. 
So see you. Let's see you Saturday. <laughs> yeah, they have cat moments every two to three days, and they're like they're on speed. Yeah, exactly. And it's just you know it's playing through it. But if you have young cats, they have more zoomy moments than when they're older. Um, I have one cat. I think all of my cats are over six months old now. We have one cat that's the oldest that we adopted basically from the cattery where we got all of our cats from. Right? We all have Swings cats. She's three years old. That's the one that makes the stinky poops. And so I'm not sure what's going on in her gut microbiome, but you know, I tried to reset it, um, but to no avail. So it's just something you have to deal with, man. Cats uh, uh, are on their own schedule. And sometimes they really want pets and sometimes they really want uh, attention and sometimes they want nothing to do with you. And then you want to give them pets and they're like, no, bitch, fuck off. <laughs> I want to sleep. Tolga, what's up, dude? I'm here. Isn't it fucking late in Australia? I can hear a cat screaming. Oh, it's twin. I think she wants some attention. Let me let me bring out one of the cats. Hi guys, here's my baby. Oh, 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 zoomies, right? This is my baby. Yeah, you don't like to be, then it's so weird that she never likes to be hold. And then she starts screaming in the middle of the night for pets. So let's see if we can. <laughs> hey, twin, you wanted attention, now you're here. Right, now you're gonna be with daddy. What? What is it? You don't like daddy? Hmm? You don't want to be on camera? All right, let me put you on the mattress. I have a mattress here too. Yes, 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 yes. Here. There you go. But you gotta be nice, okay? Because daddy is working. No? So that's zoom out. You can't do anything right. <laughs> you try to pet them and then they want to play. And you put them on the mattress and then they want to come down. So they're on their own schedule, dude. And then the weird one is the Twin Rova. I named her after the, the dual boss of The Legend of Zelda. So you have uh, Kotaku, Kome and Kotaku, right? And they fuse together into Twin Rova, who's a gray, super hot, and he keeps spanking her. All right, you remember that sound, right, from The Legend of Zelda. Every time you hit Twin Rova, she makes this very um, uh, pleasing noise. You'll hear that later on when you grow up in real life as well. Um, very erotic. So I named, her, <laughs> I named her after that character. Um, and she likes his banking too. And she always uh, begs for pets in the middle of the night. So she'll come up, snuggle up to you, very, very cute. And then uh, starts begging for pets. And in the beginning, she didn't want anything to do with me after we got her from the cattery. But now she's, um, yeah, now she begs for pets every night. So she's one of the two cats that's actively on my chest just looking at me waiting for pets. 
And then you start rubbing her and she's in heaven. And the other one is uh, Kid, named after Skull Kid, because his head literally looks like the Skull Kid. Also a Zelda character. I mean, all my cats are named after Zelda characters because I just don't fucking grow up. Um, yeah, so he's on my lap all the time too. So they're kind of alternating. The, the your first cat and the last cat, they're kind of alternating between... Uh, yeah, between uh, chest time and pets time. Mm -mm -mm. Thomas, how is the language in which you think changed over the years? Are all your thoughts fully in English right now or do you still sprinkle a little bit of Dutch? Yeah, it's all in English. <laughs> it's all in English, dude. I, uh, I mean, I speak English with my wife, I speak English here on YouTube, I speak English with my clients, I speak English all the fucking time, and uh, I, can't, I completely overwritten the Dutch. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's great. I just wish I was born, you know, in the, in the English-speaking country, so I didn't occasionally have this horrible pronunciation and this horrible Dutch accent and this weird uh, grammatical issues or, or pronunciation issues. Um, to uh to to be a little bit more uh, tolerable here on youtube so that's why i get, didn't get through my videos today because i was just making mistake after mistake after mistake and after an hour of not getting through the intro i threw in the towel and i figured you know what let's do a live stream so i can uh, get a little bit of um, video experience after taking one half week off let's see Your pronunciation is spicy like a South African. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny. I with Noel Diesel I, and his, uh, his um, partner, we can uh, uh, speak South, uh, South African or Dutch. It's very similar, so we can understand each other. It's pretty funny. Hey, what's up? We got a doctor in town. What's up, dude? I don't know if I can bring myself to doing that. Huh? True addict. Oh, what, what what are we talking about? Did I make um, did I mix uh, Mitch uh, something? Adam, Steve. All right, here he is. Steve, looking forward to seeing you next month, brother. Everything should be come out and see you at Swiss. Doctor Hotchkiss, what's up, Adam? Yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to Swiss. I just really, really hope. <laughs> I really hope I'm not gonna have any uh, flight delays because I'm flying from Beijing to Korea to LA then I have a four-hour layover where I have to uh, you know get into the country where I pass immigration and then I have to check into my onward flight to meet Scott McNally in uh, Detroit and then the next day we're driving down to um, where is it uh, Columbus Ohio we're driving down it's about three three and a half hours so if I miss one of these flights or one of these are delayed I'm fucked I'm fucked. And so if I arrive in LA a day later or I miss the flight to Detroit, I'll probably have to just book another ticket straight to uh, to Columbus. Um, but at least I got like two days to spare. So I should arrive on Thursday with a full day in between and then Friday and Saturday it starts. Uh, so I'm looking forward to see you there, man. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to finally see everybody because I haven't met Chase Arendt or Paul Barnett. Or uh, Scott Stevens, or uh, Scott McNally, I've met, but Scott Stevens and I haven't met. Um, and then everybody's going to dwarf me because by that time I'll probably still be off cycle. Uh, unfortunately, somebody's going to have to hook me up though with HCG and FSH because uh, the protocol shouldn't have any uh, or not longer than a week. 
Have you ever been to Canada? Uh, no, I wanted to come this year, but uh, Derek had other plans at the time that I was able to come to Canada. So I decided to go to China instead. Yeah. So maybe at one point I'll go to Canada, but this this uh, next trip is like almost a month in America. And uh, if I go to Canada, it's going to be in the, in the fucking summer because I can't stand the cold for longer than um, two days. Um, so stay tuned. How's the Increlex going for you? Uh, yeah, pretty good. I'm happy I got that video out right before I left because I literally said it live by the time I entered the airplane to Japan. And then when I uh, arrived in Japan six hours later, I was pleasantly surprised with all of the views. So uh, I was morbidly bloated, though, in Japan <laughs> the first two days uh, from the flights and not really sleeping in the airplane and then walking around and eating all the sushi and this ramen and all the salty food. So I was like mad bloated. Um, and then I started losing weight, started losing weight, started losing weight. So I left about 101 kilos and then I was as high, as high as, I think it's like 103, 104 kilos. Um, two days later, it's all the bloat from the flight and salty food. And then I arrived back in Thailand, 98 kilos. So I had quite the fluctuation of water retention and I've started it again, but I'm doing all my injections before bed. So after this, um, Live stream is done. I'm going to do uh, 500 micrograms, 250 micrograms bilaterally into the quads because I did legs yesterday. And then uh, let's see if we can make a fucking nice transformation over the next couple of weeks um, because I do need to get back in shape and uh, show up somewhat presentable because nobody's going to take advice from me at Swiss or uh, take pictures with me at Mr. Olympia if I look like I am right now, even though I look, look okay. Um, but not as good as for comfort. And that's why we're all mentally deranged, right? You think you look horrible, even though in reality you don't look horrible. You actually look quite good. <laughs> you did a Japanese sodium load protocol for blood maxing. Yeah. Yeah, you go to the Kaiten Sushi, so that's sushi on a, on a conveyor belt, right? So you just grab what you want and then you order a little bit more. And uh, I fucking love sushi, dude. So I, I kept sushi after sushi after sushi, and I always dip royally into the, the uh, you know the the soy sauce. And then you know you go out a little bit later in the day, and you have a couple uh, glasses of alcohol, and then you feel like a little bit hungry. So you go to the ramen shop, and they have this you know thick greasy ramen with uh, probably a boatload of MSG, and then some more soy sauce. And then the next day you look in your face and like. Who the fuck is that? Is that me? You start touching your face, you know, you, the, all these indentations. You're like, fuck, dude. What the hell happened? Yeah. And then, you know, by the last couple of days, I was looking extremely lean. And now I added in a little bit of Incrolex again, and I'm starting to hold water again. So, can't win. Can't fucking win. Steve, are you familiar with Dark Souls? Yes, but it's too difficult for me. I'm not gonna lie, dude. It's it's too it's too frustrating to play. You just die all the fucking time, and I I can't deal with that. Right? Life is is challenging enough, and even though in life you only you don't get any response, so you have to be super super careful what you do and who you befriend and what investments you make, and uh, you know which girl you stick your dick into, right? Because you don't get any response. So again, you have to be fucking careful. Um, you know, I think life is challenging enough. Um, so I don't need the challenge of Dark Souls on top of it. Uh, I like to navigate real life more than I like to navigate video games. So that's why I choose to play Zelda because the it's it's forgiving and it's easy, you know. 
and it and it's still fun. So, all these people say you have to play Dark Souls on the highest difficulty level. They're probably failing in real life. Um, yeah, because <laughs> you know, making money and having a long-lasting relationship and traveling and doing all the hard stuff in the gym, I think that's a better challenge than playing video games. But that's just me. Anton, as a fellow expat, do you never miss home? No. You never wanted to move back to the Netherlands? No. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy I don't live there anymore, man. Oh, my God. I'm so happy I don't live there anymore. Yeah. Is it annoying hearing uh, from normies that you look fine good even though you know you look like crap? No, it just it, it just makes you realize that you're you know overly critical. But I, I've been overly critical of myself my entire life. I mean, that's why I can't get through fucking videos because you know you wanted to say it a certain way, and then it's not up to par, so you record it again and again and again and again for a fucking hour to the point you just want to smash the entire studio and delete your YouTube channel and uh, throw a temper tantrum. And, uh, and then, you know, 10 minutes later, you're fine again. But it's just, yeah, you get very self-conscious and you get overly self-critical. And I've been that in every aspect of my life. And it's honestly debilitating. Uh, so when normies tell me I look fine, um, it's a breath of fresh air because I'm so hard on myself that sometimes you don't even know what to do with it. Um, yeah, but we're still, uh, you know, you need a little bit of uh, self-critical uh, thinking because otherwise you don't better yourself, you know? I mean, you you want to be a little bit better every day. You want to excel in life. And, and, and I think people who don't do that, they don't have that introspection and they're not really self-critical. They, they really don't exceed. I've met plenty of people that are just happy-go-lucky all the time. And when you look at their accomplishments, it's, I mean, yeah. Can, can, you can count it on like two fingers. So... It's, uh, yeah, but that's just brutally me. Yeah, you just want more and better for yourself. All right, there you go. Steve looks amazing. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, bro. I'll take it to heart. Yeah, and then I'll stand in front of the mirror. I'm like, oh, this, uh, this is fat. And I'm not happy about this. You know, and then my wife, at least when my wife says I look handsome, then I'm okay. And then I give her, you know, a reward. Yeah. Thoughts on Ian McCarthy. Who's Ian McCarthy? Is that somebody? Ian McCarthy. Who the fuck is that? Ian McCarthy. Ian McKellen. Yeah, that one I know. It's an actor. Uh, and our, 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 Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Slice his head off. Uh, Ian McCarthy. Carthy. Who the fuck is that? Imori Economics. I don't know. Is it somebody on Instagram? Some fitness influencer? Ian Brown McCarthy? I don't know, dude. Hmm. No, don't know. Am I supposed to know? <laughs> Sorry. Well, the message bug. I actually broke one of my controllers while playing one of the games. Yeah, it's too. Uh, <laughs> it's too frustrating. So, 
giving my wife the daily rewards vlog. Yeah, only on OnlyFans. OnlyFans.com slash Steve. That's where all the action is documented. All right, let's see. Where are we? Everybody's upset that I'm not answering direct questions. <laughs> I would break my controller out of rage for sure. I like challenging games back in the younger years like Mega Man on the Game Boy, but now with my old man reflex and Zelda it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't see how Chase Irons is still playing these video games. I mean, we're about the same age, but he still plays Dark Souls and all these hardcore games. And what came out? Dungeon Master? No, not Dungeon Master, but some, yeah, Diablo, right? Diablo 4 came out. Too difficult, man. <laughs> too, too difficult, too frustrating. It's, uh, I can't deal with that shit. At the end of the day, my energy is spent. I always have to deal with like extremely difficult and complicated cases during consultations and then trying to come up with video topics that are interesting, short, funny, intelligent, but not too intelligent to the point people cut out. I mean, that's the most challenging thing I have to do, you know? I mean, so many videos that I have on the cutting floor that I just, I don't think they're up to par. And then even the videos that I think are up to par, they don't get any views anyway. So I don't even think, you know, why the fuck bother? I should just make videos and then just throw it against the wall and hope something sticks. Let's see. Uh, we need Steve to make videos about superficial logical levels of reaction uh, in video games. Oh man, I'd, I'd throw temper tantrums. It's uh, and then you get that audience that's high on uh, you know energy drinks. Like I show speed, who actually whipped out his cock live on on stream. There's no coming back from them, dude. Let's see. Some more questions, or are we going to throw in the towel for today? I think I'm still recovering from my holiday. It was like nonstop sightseeing, nonstop walking, and, and too much alcohol in the evening, which I shouldn't be doing at my age. But, uh, yeah. Do you eat a keto diet? Yes, uh, normally I do eat keto. Eggs, salmon, white fish, chicken here and there, some beef. But on holiday, I was, uh, yeah, on holiday, I was uh, all carbs. Um, but I just ate two meals a day. So in the afternoon, I ate some uh, sushi, you know, uh, f raw fish on uh, rice, basically. And, uh, and in the evening, we would have uh, something a little bit more luxurious. Uh, so we had like a, a five-course tofu dinner and a seven-course Kobe beef dinner. And, uh, yeah, some, you know, izakaya ramen shit uh, with some more beers. So, are you using any nootropics? Yeah, today I took a Gorilla Mode Respawn, but I think I'm so exhausted from my trip that it's not really working. I don't feel as cognitively uh, insinuated as I normally am. So, give me a couple days to recover. Because <laughs> Man, this holiday, dude, I was, I was fucking broken. I barely slept. I barely slept. My wife is also dead tired. Uh, we did so much sightseeing. That Saturday I almost collapsed. Like Friday, I had that uh, seven-course dinner with my wine and my wife's wine, and then another four shots of uh, whiskey. Uh, very good whiskeys, I might add. But the cigar was so big that it took four whiskey, four whiskeys, to finish the cigar. Or maybe we just drink like a bunch of, uh, you know, fucking retards. 
But uh, yeah, I drank way too much. I couldn't walk. Shame on me. But it was a birthday drink, so you know, sometimes you gotta live a little bit. And then Saturday, I went to go out in Osaka. I wanted to do some shopping, you know, buy some souvenirs. Um, but after a while, my wife's like, uh, "This holiday sucks." <laughs> All we've been doing is walking. <laughs> My wife spoiled though. Last time we went to Bali, we didn't do anything. We just hired a taxi the whole day and just drove through the sites. And and then in the taxi, it was so comfortable, we just slept in traffic. So, need more Wagyu beef. Dude, that's so expensive. You guys don't want to, do you guys want to know how much I spent on the Kobe? Well, I didn't spend it. My buddy spent it. But this is literally the most expensive dinner I've ever had in my life. And, I, and I've been to Morocco. No, wait, no, it's a the wrong movie quote. And I've been to the Gempinski Hotel in Bali, which you guys funded. So, yeah, it's uh, the Wagyu beef was very expensive, that seven-course dinner. But again, we had wine and, uh, and whiskey and then the cigars. So, yeah, $1,500. Yeah, for four people, though. So, one five disgusting never doing that again how many grams of salt did you consume a day uh well a lot <laughs> a lot i was also sweating buckets so it's uh it was very hot in japan hotter than i thought it would be you know not as humid as thailand though uh so the weird thing is i was sweating buckets but i also got dry skin go figure um well four or four showers a day so yeah i consumed a lot of salt but then by the end of it my body was used to it and i was just flushing the whole time i, I drank as much water as i could uh, so by the time we came back i dropped three kilos uh, and i was 98 kilos again if carnivore aliens ever came to earth steve will you be the most expensive meats list out there steve will be on the most expensive meat list out there yes the quality is on point i think I think my beef, my, my skeletal muscles kind of, is not tender at all. It's, you know, full with adhesions and tough bits. So I'll probably be the last guy to get eaten. Uh, I hope so. Um, I would surely fight those aliens with all the might that I have. Because this is my fucking planet. And uh, a welcome to Earth. All right? I mean, Will Smith hits different <laughs> as Chris Rock. As Chris Rock. How many grams of salt is a lot? I think I had like 10 grams of sodium in a day. <laughs> yeah, everything is salty in Japan, including the people. Oh, we're still alive? Man, I hit my tripod. Uh, I'm going to call it quits, guys. I'm a little bit sleepy now. Oh, here's he's going to MC is going to Japan. Um, how hardcore was customs? I, I yeah, so they didn't check anything, uh, but I'm always scared to bring anything to these uh, you know stereophobic countries. So um, again, the tension there is uh, like up to 23 days without reason. So don't do anything, don't bring anything illegal. I would say. Um, so Osaka, the immigration took quite some time, took like over an hour um, to pass through immigration. But luggage checks was uh, pretty straightforward. You have some sort of app and a QR code that you need to scan. And then you just uh, declare that you don't have anything to declare. And then you can just walk. And they, they before me, they asked like two people who were both Japanese who looked like money. 
So they probably thought that they brought in, you know, some extra gold and some extra cigars so they got their luggage searched. But I always travel looking like a bum. <laughs> you know, full full hoodie so I don't look too muscular, right? And then I just look like an average Joe that's a little bit overweight. And then I can always pass through. So you have to typecast yourself. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, it's time to go to bed. It's 2 o'clock. And I'm still trying to deal with my uh, regular time zone. So... Thank you guys so much for bearing with me. Um, hopefully I didn't waste your time too much. We'll be doing a drug super chats the next Vigors Q&A, which is on Saturday. And then we'll do two and a half hours of straight drug talk. I promise you guys, I fucking promise you, we'll only talk about drugs. Nothing but drugs. Everything is about drugs. Performance enhancing drugs, that is. With a little bit of recreational drug sprinkled in because I do have memories of my recreational drug phase, which is now decades away, um, allegedly. So, uh, yeah. Stay tuned. See you Saturday. Thanks for uh, allowing me uh, to get back to my regular camera time again so I can record uh, some uh, videos tomorrow, which will probably be 30 minutes again. Then I'll just have to slap myself across the face like... Steve, why are you making long videos when people only have time for 8-minute, 10-minute videos? Okay. Enough ranting. Peace out. See you guys ASAP. Later.